This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday, the 12th of July. Justin, no, you are not imagining it. Everyone is really sick right now. Job absences are already running 50% above the average levels. And bosses are getting ready for some serious sick leave requests over the next month. It's getting real fluey around here, B-Man. It is. Listen to this. Virgin Galactic and Boeing have announced a major collab on the next generation of spaceships. Wow. And it's only going to set you back a lazy $450,000 per safe to the edge of the earth. Three orbital stories today, Justin. <laughs> Let's do it. For our first, Hungry Jacks has announced they're plowing $20 million into a new cafe to take on Maccas in the cafe game. The coffees may be better at Hungry Jacks, Brett. Tell me more. <laughs> so we've all heard of McCafe, of yep. course, the fancy cafe arm of Maccas. Now get this one. One in every four cups of coffee sold in Australia yep. every single day is from a McCafe. That'd be over 300 million cups of coffee per year from McCafe. Just when we thought that Macca's coffee dominance was cemented, along comes Jack's Cafe. So Hungry Jack's is investing $20 million to offer drive through barista coffee. Now, you got to wonder, Justin, don't you reckon Hungry Jack's is a bit late to the old barista game? <laughs> I do, but they reckon there's still a big gap in the market thanks to a huge growth in drive through coffee. Mm, so what is the key learning here? When the world shut down in response to COVID, new habits were formed and some were embedded. Now, one of these new habits was barista-made coffee from the comfort of your own vehicle. According to a 2020 survey, 48% of people said they bought a drive through coffee the day before. Now, it makes sense, Jazzy Boy. I mean, who wants to line up in a cramped cafe in the middle of a pandemic? But Brett, the demand for drive through coffee hasn't waned. So we can see why Hungry Jacks is feeling confident about their new little venture. And they've got their eyes squarely on McCafe's 300 million coffees per year. For our second story, Twitter is going to take Elon Musk to court after he announced plans to walk away from his bid to buy Twitter. Life just feels like one big game for Elon Musk, Brett. <laughs> what is the story? So we all know Tesla CEO Elon Musk was in talks to buy Twitter. Not just talks, Brett. He'd made the offer, lined up financing, and Twitter had accepted. Until some major beef erupted, Justin. Right. Elon put the deal on hold after he said he was concerned that Twitter was undercounting the number of bots on its platform. And now he's done. He's finito. He is gone. <laughs> he wants to walk away from the agreement altogether because he claims Twitter hasn't met its contractual obligation. But Twitter, they've hired a top law firm to sue Musk for something called specific performance. And ultimately force him to still buy Twitter. Which is an outcome that surely absolutely nobody <laughs> actually wants. So what is the key learning here? Specific performance is a court order that requires a party to perform their contractual duties. Now Brett, it's a pretty complex area of law and there are lots of circumstances where it's not suitable. Like, it's kind of hard to get someone to work for you when they don't want to work for you. But in the world of mergers and acquisitions, courts don't look too fondly on people that try to back out after agreeing to a deal, like Elon. And companies have previously been required Required to follow through in the past. It happened in 2001 when Tyson Foods, which is a meat processing company globally, they tried to pull out of a big acquisition, but they were forced to follow through. So Elon's facing the prospect of being forced to buy Twitter when he doesn't really want it anymore. Or settle out of court with a hefty breakup fee. <laughs> we're talking in the billions of dollars. Wowie. For our third and final story, the private equity giant behind Laser Clinics Australia, which is the massive cosmetic clinic chain, mm -hmm. they've bought out dozens of their friends franchisees after facing a heap of franchisee unrest. That'll really zap the franchisees, Brad. What is happening here? So, Laser Clinics Australia is a big chain of cosmetic clinics. They do everything from facials and laser hair removal to fillers and Botox. Since getting started in 2008, they've grown to have more than 200 clinics around
around the world and 135 all over Australia. Now, Jazzy Boy, in March 2021, Mm -hmm. 52 laser clinic franchisees alleged that the owner of the clinics, that's KKR, they were forcing the franchisees to offer aggressive discounts to win customers. And then they were charging the franchisees major markups on their supplies, like machines and Botox materials. So basically, the franchisees say they couldn't make any money. And now, KKR has purchased at least 38 clinics from franchisees. KKR is aiming to unify this company, which has seen a pretty big rift between the franchisees and the franchisor. So what is the key learning here? Franchising is a business model that allows a business to operate under the brand of another business. And it's a pretty big business here, Brett. Australia's franchise system is worth $170 billion. For some franchisees, this business model works really well. Mm -hmm. You get the brand name, you get the IP, you get the purchasing power of the big kahuna. And you get to run it like your own small business. Unfortunately, the franchise system has also been rife with issues. Get this, for example, Retail Food Group, that's the owner of Gloria Jeans Mm -hmm. and Crust and many others. They opened 1,000 new franchises in a seven-year period, but they also closed 1,100. (laughs) So, Brett, in this case, let's hope the Laser Clinics Australia franchisees get paid out a reasonable amount and everyone can just go their separate ways. Mm -hmm. Brett, we know that financial stress is on the rise across Australia. Rate rises, cost of living, it is all painful stuff. So, if you or your workplace are looking for a scalable way to reduce the stress on your employees and build strong financial well-being, you should check out Flux at Work. It's our premium app and program that helps work teams and companies build financial health. So if you want to learn more, head to flux.finance work and Brett will be in touch. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. 